I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Marybody app gives you unlimited access to online yoga, Pilates, and meditation classes. There are over 400 classes to stream and download right now. Oh my. And also we add a brand new class each and every week. So your library just continues to grow and grow. I think the most important thing to mention though is that Marybody is fun and it brings joy to your life. This is what our members say. <laughs> so if you want to come and try it out for free, you can head over to the merrymakersisters.com forward slash Marybody. Over at that page, you can start your free seven day trial, get access to it all and see if it's for you. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 320 on the Get Merry podcast, and it is actually the first official episode for 2022. And yes, it is the 7th of March. It only took us uh, two and a bit months Almost to get three. back into it. <laughs> Honestly, where does the time go? But I just feel like there was so much happening in January and February. Uh, I think, you know, like sometimes we expect so much from ourselves, right? True. Like come first week of January, we're going to get all this stuff done. And, I mean, there's only so much you can really do in a specific time. Mm. And so often, I mean, you and I, Carla, we're in that category of sometimes we put too much on our plates, I think. Uh, we don't realise how some things take a lot longer. I think it's that uh, that quote of you overestimate how much you can get done in a day, but you underestimate how mm. much you can do so in a true. year. So true. I think it's sometimes that daily kind of goal where you're like, I want to get this, 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 yes. this and done today. And then you your day finishes and you're like, oh, I only got half of that thing that I wanted to get done. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it's good to be aware of it. I think that's the most important thing. And also I think, like, we kind of, you know, this podcast, I mean, we love doing this podcast, but so often we're like, what are we going to talk about? Like, what should we do? And we've kind of been thinking more and more about the podcast and we're even thinking and probably, yeah, we know we're going to start a new brand new podcast, a new brand new podcast. Um, more on that later. Yeah. Maybe in another episode. But this one is still going to continue and maybe, you know, this is the one where it's very flexible and, like, you know, we just chat about what we want to chat about and the new one will have kind of more of a theme and, and a structure. structure. But if you are here for just, like, the general chit-chat and you know what's on our minds, this is the podcast mm. for you. But I think the other one will be too. Yeah, of course. We, we're always – that will always come along with us. And, I mean, this podcast also we asked our Marybody members, you know, what they want to hear about yes. more. And, you know, we really do listen. So yeah. if you've got ideas of what you'd like us to cover uh, on more of like a mindset and like kind of moving yeah. through life – like that's what this episode. This that's what this podcast is about. Like about you know mm. dealing with life and how we can welcome in less suffering that we create for ourselves. And also, this is like yeah, obviously from our perspective and what we're going through. So I know we're all different, 
and we're going through different things, but we are all connected mm. as well. And I think, you know, the year has been, geez, like what a start to the year. It's like one thing after another, I feel, uh, especially in the last couple of weeks, like you watch the news, you scroll on social media and yeah, it's pretty depressing and sad. And you feel, I mean, here in Australia where you know, right now here in Australia, me and Carla, we're fine. Mm. We're great. We're in the Gold Coast. Nothing is wrong in our lives. But, you know, go down 30 minutes down south and uh, the floods have just happened in Lismore. There's been flooding up in Brisbane. And, you know, the news is terrible, really. Uh, and it's very sad to see people so close going through such hardships. And meanwhile, we're fine here just getting our jobs done, getting our to-do list done. Yeah, and I think sometimes you can feel almost like when so much bad stuff is happening, you feel almost like paralyzed of you don't know what to do. Like yeah. it's almost like you feel bad for keeping on going. Yeah, and you I feel think guilty almost. You feel guilty like for doing the things that, you know, other people right now can't do. Yeah. And I think that that like that's a valid feeling and I, I can understand, you know, why we would feel that way. But then also it's about keeping on going. Yeah, and it's like doing what you can do to help if you want to. Yeah. Uh, and and I guess, you know, I like to see this is why purposeful work is important, I think, during these times because, uh, you know, the work we do, Carla, like I feel like it contributes to society. It's not just work to make money. I feel like we're doing good. And, you know, we're not we're not saving lives, no. We're not uh, curing any crazy diseases, but we're contributing in a positive way. And and I feel that in my heart. Mm. And this is where, all right, if I was doing work like what I used to do, like maybe in a corporate or a government job where, you know, I wasn't connected to it and I didn't feel like I was contributing, I feel like then I'd feel even worse because I'm like, well, bloody hell, I'm not doing anything for this world. Uh, And that's why I feel okay you know, with what we're doing every day. But, of course, there's so many opportunities to help. I mean, on social media you can see every second account really is sharing ways to help. So that's cool. We're very connected that we can help in many different ways. Yeah, and I think that no little bit of help goes unnoticed. Like I think sometimes, again, you can think that you're not doing enough or that what can I do or is that even going to make a difference? But than you read from people who are going through the floods or like whatever other hardship and all of the little things do count and they do add up. So it's also remembering that we can just do what what we can with what we have, um, whether that's our time, whether that's a service that we can offer or whether that's money that we can give. Yeah, or sharing on your platforms. Um, I mean, it's amazing what's been happening with Airbnb, with Ukraine Mm. and uh, the Russian invasion, like – Airbnb has – they're not taking any of the commissions, are they? And people are renting out Airbnb properties and the money is going direct to Ukrainians. So that's amazing to see that. Ah, uh, But, yes, kind of like a, the start of the year has feel, felt like this, I feel. Yeah, definitely. So I think if you are feeling the same, like that it's been a bit of like a false start, that – but maybe it's not a false start. Maybe no, it's I was just like, going to say, like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it's like, because in the end, we've probably been very blessed here in Australia to not being so impacted by, you know, big things. 
Uh, but really, realistically, stuff like this has been happening all around the world and maybe we've been a little detached from it and now it's like, oh, there it is just down. Can you hear Chino barking? <laughs> Chino. Yes, Chino. Shh. Shh. <laughs> but, yes, let's actually get into the episode, shall we? Yes, we should. Okay, so every single month inside Marybody we – we have a theme, a collective theme, and it's something that we've been doing since the beginning of Mary Body, and it is Mary Body's third birthday happy today. Birthday. So happy birthday, Mary Body! Uh, and every single month, it's pretty cool. We've had a different theme every month, and I think that that's pretty amazing. We're into our what thirty sixth month now, mm. uh, and this uh, is something that our members requested that we dive deeper into these themes. You know, what is the theme, and how can we actually welcome? and cultivate more of the theme into our lives. You know, what are some of the action steps that we take? What are some of the action steps that we've read about? Uh, And we want to share that with every one of you. And I'm excited about this because I think sometimes, you know, when life happens, we can just go through the motions without really adding anything new or learning anything different. And I think what these themes do is it allows us, you know, a moment to – to kind of discover a new thing about ourselves, mm. about other people as well. And so this month's theme is courage. Mm. I think it's very relevant. Very even appropriate, Even though yeah. we decided this theme like a month and a half ago. <laughs> uh, and really like what even is courage? You know, I think courage is not like – it's not a lack of fear. It's not a lack of anxiety. It's not like this super mega confidence – I think courage is stepping forward regardless of how you're feeling. So I think, yes, as you said, Carla, it's extremely appropriate right now because that's what many of us in the world are doing. We're taking a step forward even in the face of adversity, in the face of uh, scariness Mm. and uncertainty, a big uncertainty. Um, And this is, I think, you know, it's such an important thing about humans. Like you think back historically Uh, I mean, like, so often, I mean, how much war has gone on, how many natural disasters have happened around the world in all different cultures and countries, but still we keep going forward, we keep stepping forward, Um, we keep living, living on. Yeah, it really is a resilience, Yes, it it is resilience. I think they're two words and it's they're great. This is the theme as well, resilience, which is so important. We need resilience to to progress and to, to live. We need it, don't we? Yeah, and I think that, you know, when we're going through like a hard thing, it's almost like it helps us get through it knowing that getting through it will build that resilience muscle, mm. knowing that when you have to dig a little deeper to step forward, that that's actually also growth. And it's kind of like this little mindset switch mm. that actually helps you get through it even more. It's not like searching for the silver lining. It's no. not that. It's not like toxic positivity where you're like, everything's going to be fine. Like, this is great. Like, this thing is bad, but I'm going to learn. It's not like looking at it like that. It's looking at it like this freaking sucks, but I'm going to move forward and I'm going to I'm gonna learn from this and I'm going to yeah. grow from this. I'm going to be different from this. Yeah. I mean, it's quite amazing even like just reflecting upon how 
you know, I saw situations and and there's definitely been times in my life where that toxic positivity has been part of our lives. And I think more from learning from people who taught that, not really Without us, knowing. Yeah, without knowing. Uh, and thinking that that's a good thing, like to let go of all negative n- negativity and not, not allow that in our lives and only look for positivity, which is totally unnatural and deluded really because this is this is life the ebbs and the flows how many times have we said this in a merry body merry get merry podcast that's what it's called and merry body classes um you know there's lightness and darkness uh each of us are going to experience hardship the hardship will not look the same but it will still be hardship on paper one might look worse than the other but it's still hardship to that person Mm -hmm. this is a fact of life so it's important that we do build on these resilient muscles and and practice courageous behavior. And, you know, like courage could be just waking up, just getting out of bed. That could be your courageous moment. You know, life is hard right now for you and you're choosing to just get on with it. That's mm-hmm. a moment of courage. Or it could be getting up on stage and, and you know, uh, inspiring people to – to fight for a cause, that's courage, both courageous actions. Yeah, it could be sharing a new idea, you know, Mm. in your workplace. It could be standing up for someone, speaking up when you see something that's not right Yeah, uh, or for yourself where you don't feel comfortable and you say, I don't like that. I don't want you to do that. Yes. Um, It could be asking for what you do want. Mm. It's – I think it's like – Realizing that courage is not like just these big moments no. of lion courage. Because yeah. when you when you hear the word courage, you think of like a lion, and you're like, oh yeah, like massive courage, like I'm huge. thinking of the um, Wizard of Oz. <gasps> <laughs> is that which was courage? The lion. He didn't the have lion. any. <laughs> but then it was his heart that he got in the end, wasn't it? Oh wait, that was Tin Man. No, that's wait. Oh, he got the diploma of courage. Was yeah, that, what was it? Courage. Uh, how good I'll is fight that? Fight with my hands. Tie behind my back. Fight with my eyes closed. Fight just standing on one leg. Uh, yeah, like it's so not. Good. It's not just that. Yeah. And yeah, it's re- it's realizing that courage and like that's the lesson of the Wizard of Oz, right? The courage was always yeah. within him. He just didn't believe that he had it. Yeah. Uh, and he needed the the certificate to say you have courage to actually find it. So now we're giving you all certificates of courage, <laughs> right? Because yeah. so often it's like I need to do this before I can do that. I need to get this ticked off before I can take that step forward. And so often the self-doubt is louder than the courage. But when we begin to practice our moments of courage, mm. that's when it will grow and become more of like a a part of our lives, everyday life. Yeah, and I think that it's that quote, you know, I shared it in the Mary Body weekly email today and I forget who said it, but – it's that the hero or the heroine and the coward feel the same mm. thing. It's all about what they do next. Yeah, the actions are. It's like what happens after the fear? What happens mm. after the self-doubt? Do you turn your back and walk away yeah. or do you step forward? And we've done a whole episode on that quote. Yeah, we I do. I know we have because that quote really was like, oh, <laughs> true. Because, you know, every moment – where I can reflect back and think, wow, that was courageous. I did that. Yeah, I was scared as. I was like riddled with anxiety and fear and self-doubt. But you do it 
and then everything feels better. Mm-hmm. And I think what courage really is about, courage, which we've talked about many times, is living your truth. So, so often the truth can be hard. For example, speaking up for someone's someone else or speaking up for yourself and what you think is right. That's hard. And so often it's easier to sink back in and like keep it to yourself, uh, let it stew inside. But when we take that step, which is uncomfortable, uh, scary, filled with fear and anxiety, the moment we say it, scary, but then afterwards you feel better and you feel stronger. You feel uh, more honest with yourself. You feel more confident too. Mm-hmm. And the more you do that, the easier it becomes. Like, yeah. you know, that that one where it felt really hard to speak mm. up and to say that thing but then you did it and then the next time it's not as hard to do yeah. that same thing you know the next kind of hard thing comes along and yeah. it's the harder thing and you'll you can't even believe that you did that and it really is this idea of you know the more you practice the easier it becomes Mm, it's just a part of you and it's a muscle it just yeah. it gets stronger and stronger with every time you use it every time you step forward every time you feel that self-doubt and you just go i'm gonna do it anyway yeah it really is uh a resilience muscle a c- courageous muscle that gets stronger and stronger mm. with every step mm. but how do we how do we kind of cultivate it you know in a in a moment that's like how do we welcome how can we bring an intention to it I guess and bring a focus to it that I want to actually work on this yeah you want to be more courageous I think there's like a bit of self-reflection work that's needed um a reflection on like how you show up in life or what like what do, what do you want to welcome into life like let's simplify it I, it's the best example really uh a consistent exercise practice because for some people and everyone actually i think you know the temptation to not exercise and to to just choose the couch and netflix over your workout is big it's much easier just to sit on the couch and do nothing and scroll and scroll like <laughs> okay, let's talk about the big yeah the phone yeah wow scroll and it, you know it might be that you're reading the news or you're reading you know informational stuff it's not just scrolling on instagram or maybe it is um it's courageous to roll out your mat and do your yoga do your pilates go for a run go for a walk go to the gym and i mean that is a way to practice creating that uh that action to make that action really easy and like consistent and not a difficult thing like that's a moment of courage I think especially if you're someone who doesn't have a consistent exercise practice and swap that for anything else maybe it's learning something new maybe it's making new friends Uh, so I think it's like looking at our lives and being like oh yeah I want to welcome and change there and what's stopping me usually it's self-doubt and usually a moment of courage is all you need Mm. so all right where where's the f- the starting point where's your starting point to start practicing this and then bring it into everyday life bring it in three times a week bring it in once a week mm. yeah i think you could also like um whether you have like a kind of whether it's a meditation practice or like an affirmation mm, practice i like that like you could welcome it in to those moments as well where it's like you're not actually going through the, mm. the moment True. but 
perhaps you're visualizing the moment. Yeah. And I know, you know, Marcus Aurelius, yeah. you know, he practiced this with his when he was, you know, looking at war and uh what would what do you call it? Battle. Like he would practice, you know, what he would do and how he would show up uh in those moments and like this is going back like so many years. Two thousand years. And they were doing it back then. Yeah. He was like like the first person to talk about it, really. Well, the I mean, the philosophers are ancient Greek yeah. philosophers. That's before Marcus Aurelius. Like, their philosophy <laughs> is from the like. This is humans from I don't know the moment we could, you know, communicate and write. We were thinking about life, yeah, and it, how we were going to show up. It wasn't up. just being present and doing life. It was also reflecting and thinking about life and how we think personally is a better way to do it. And, I mean, this is why we like philosophy. This is why we like to learn about philosophy. This is why we do yoga. It's much more than the workout, the asana, the exercise. It's more about the philosophy and the the perspective on life. And sometimes many of us, we, we need to hear this from other people to then be like, oh, like this is how I want to live. Like, I mean, I love reading about philosophy and a lot of it I'm like, oh, I disagree with that. Or, wow, I agree with that and I can see how that will reduce my suffering. Mm. I mean, like it's a fu- it's a funny thing, isn't it? Uh, life is definitely filled with this like um, to-do items and this kind of like, it kind of take you if you let it. It takes your life, doesn't it? Like just the the ins and outs, the do, to dos, the daily runaround, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, where did where did those ten years go by? But I think it's important to reflect, and I love to learn about philosophy, uh, and we love to talk about stuff like this, how to be more courageous. <laughs> so yeah. I think it, that's the answer. Reflect. Yeah. Where do you want to be more courageous? Yeah. And yeah, have the visualization. And yeah, so it's like reflect yeah where do you want to have more courage but then it's also like visualize that actually happening already yeah i like that Uh, and you know the great athletes talk about this as well of like visualizing how they're going to show up in their running race in their uh football game in their tennis game like what are the like you hear these athletes talk about playing the entire game in their mind before it even happens or the entire match in their in their mind before it's even happened and they say that this is like they they hand that action so much uh percent of their success is like the visualization i mean remember i don't know if you were there sis but when we used to work at the convention center in canberra there was a speaker and he was a gymnast. Do you remember no, that? No, you told and, me about yeah, him. Yeah, and he said that. Like, I can't remember if he was, like, Olympic or what. It, maybe wasn't, I don't know, whatever. He was a gymnast and he would say that when he went to bed at night, he would go through his routine. And so much of his success was, you know, uh, built upon this visualization exercise. He said, you know, this is what built my muscles mm-hmm. too because it built my mind muscles. Mm-hmm. You see it. You visualize it. It happened and it's not like, like it's not magic. It's just putting yourself in this right mindset. 
So I think, you know, this is a great and very doable and easy practice for us all. Well, it's a mindset of like, I can do this instead of like playing to the the fear and the self-doubt yes. of like, you're going to stuff up. You're not going to be able right. to do this. Like you just suck. It's like, no, I'm actually going to just play this out in my mind of me doing exactly what I want to do and how I'm going to do it. And the self-doubt can be quiet yeah. for a moment just while I play this out like I'm watching a movie. I love that so much. And, you know, so often we are visualising without intention mm-hmm. and we're usually visualising the self-doubt, what the, the stuff-ups, <laughs> the utter failures. We're visualising this like it's a reality. Like what's the worst that can happen and you're playing it out yeah. in front of you. And like, you know, when we when now you're probably hearing us talking about this and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, I do that. Oops. And it's just because... I don't know, maybe us humans are geared that way naturally, but then we have to switch it. Mm. Well, we are geared that way because our brain is always trying to preserve. Our brain is always trying to protect. And so it's like, oh, my God, this is going to happen, so you definitely shouldn't do that because it's really scary and, like, it might be dangerous. And, like, the danger is just your ego. Being. Yeah, like wow. you know in this day and age usually the danger isn't an actual physical yeah. danger but the brain still perceives it as that mm-hmm. and so it reacts in the same way but then if we can notice that and be like hang on a minute let me just like take a moment and instead I'm going to see it actually happening and panning yeah. out the way that I want it to yeah and it could be like you visualize how you're going to ask for a pay rise yeah like how am I going to walk into that room how what am I going to say yeah, I love that. Like, what am I gonna? What am I gonna be wearing in yeah. that moment? Yeah, it's like so often you think the answer is no before even attempting to give it a try. Mm-hmm. To e- even you, the answer is no even before you make a list of all the reasons why you deserve a pay rise. So you don't even ask. Yeah, and that's the same thing with lots of other things. Uh, so you do deserve a pay rise, yeah, by the way. Of course you do. <laughs> maybe not if you just started your new job today, but maybe yes. Do it for a month and see. Uh, but yeah, I think the best thing is that this is an easy exercise. Yeah, you just have to set some time and do it right now. Like maybe make a note if you have paper and pen right in front of you. If you have your phone with you, like write a note of something you want to change. Whether it's the pay, the promotion, the pay rise, whether it's a new job, whether it's a new exercise regimen, um, whatever it might be. Where do you want to speak up? Where do you want to change? What can you begin visualizing? Write that down. Start your practice. Mm. And, like, the thing is I think, uh, you know, people talk about, like, manifestation and, like, thinking about it, like, making it happen like that. It's not that because – You're visualizing it, yes, but then in turn you go and do it. Like it's not just a magical thing that happens. Like you still have to then step forward. But the thing is you're kind of getting your mind on your side that Mm. you can do it. And if you just think logically about this for a moment, you're going to be more likely to do it if you believe that you can do it. Exactly. Well, you need need the belief. Surely. We need some glimmer of belief in ourselves. You must. Yeah. Otherwise, nothing, you won't do anything. Yeah. And, like, that's the most important thing, like, just this self-belief that you can do it. And so this is what that practice is about. And, yeah, you could totally do this during an exercise practice too. Like, it doesn't have to be like, yeah, I'm going to do it before I 
go to bed or I'm going to do it in my meditation where I'm sitting. Like if that's not for you, yeah. you could definitely do these kinds of visualizations like on your walk or on, on your yoga mat yeah. even. Or even like if you have a person to do it with, mm. talk about it. I mean, how fired up do we feel when we're like on a, we both are believing in our work yeah. and what we're doing. Yeah, it's not so, even a silent visualization. Yeah. It's like a it's like a hype up. <laughs> but like, and that's the thing. Like I know we do our best work when we feel, we are both feeling like that. And some other time, it's like one of us is flat one of us is angry this is broken uh and that's like a total energy shift and you know I'm not all about energy but like that kind of energy with your goals like it, it helps a lot uh and I'm not saying we do not feel energized and all like fired up all the time <laughs> hell no and like we'd be probably annoying if we were like that uh but we're lucky <laughs> that we are in this partnership where we can do that with each other uh and sometimes it's not like that and sometimes those times are hard, right? When it's like no, it's we're both feeling like flat. But that's the time to also like give yourself a break. We're not always going to feel courageous and fired up. Sometimes you need to slow down. Sometimes you need to go inwards. Sometimes you need to just go for a walk on the beach and not think about any of that stuff and just think about something you're grateful for, really. Mm. Like hop out of the 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 mess of it all. If you can, if we're, you're privileged enough to be able to do that, really. Yeah, I think that's a good way to end. Like, to, you know, we talk about these mindset shifts and these intentions we want to welcome in. But it's important to know that there's only so many moments in our day. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we want to welcome in all these mindset shifts and all these things. And you can't do it all. Like, that's like, you've got to be honest and you've got to be realistic it's like it's just moments, mm. you know, moments of this mindset shift that you would like. And that's why it's a monthly theme, you know. It's like this monthly focus. Yeah. And we, like, move to a new one because I think it's like collecting all of these little yeah. lessons and then using them when you need them. Yeah. And knowing that I think it's – I think it was a really important way to end because, yeah, we, like we said right at the beginning, life is eb- ebbing and flowing always, lightness, darkness, night, day – and you're not always going to want to step forward with the courage. And that's okay. Like We can't always be doing that. No. But it's just knowing that we don't want to not be doing it. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Well, if you enjoyed that episode, if you want to share anything, know that we are an email or a message away. We're always here. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Otherwise, we'll be back in your ears next week. With a brand new episode. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. 
Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.